Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are tuning into the Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Angels and Healing Light Show. Sit back. Relax and be open to receive the angelic messages and healing channeled through your host, Laura Romero. All right, good morning and welcome back, everyone. I'm so happy that you're joining us today in the Angels and Healing Light Family Circle. And this is Laura Romero, Psychic Angel, Intuitive, and Healer, and your hostess. As you know, many of you know, I'm here every Tuesday at 11 a.m., and it's my pleasure and my honor to have a very special guest this morning in the beautiful Sherry Zimmerman, and so many wonderful things to, to tell you and talk about. We have a full plate today, so thank you all for being here, and let me just tell you a little bit about Miss Sherry. Well, Sherry is an author and a radio show host herself. She's a psychic, a medium. She is a lady that is has a very strong connection with Mother Mary. And her image is peace. Her image for the world is peace. She's got a lot to tell us about. Um, one of those things that she wants to talk about today is the fact that she's had many years of experiencing challenges with mental illnesses. She's been in and out of mental places for about 30 years and through some recent testing was found to have a birth condition. And uh, Sherry, how would you describe it? You had a depletion in folate, a B vitamin, So she's taken a lot of her experiences and turned them around to be able to help others, to teach others, to guide others, and to just explain a variety of situations and challenges and and how you're being spiritually guided to help others in the same situation as well. So I'm very glad to have you here today. 
Thank you, Laura. Thanks for having me. I, I first would like to say that um, I, I believe, like a lot of people do, that I've chosen this lifetime. So I like to take it from that um, stance um, because I believe that gives us our power when we recognize that we've chosen these lifetimes. Um, of course, I'm a believer in reincarnation. Um, the second thing is, yeah, M Mother Mary... Uh, appeared in my room when I was nine years old. And I have a book that I'm going to be hopefully out by the end of the year, if not sooner, uh, called Dictations from Spirit. Mm. And everyone can, uh, you'll be able to, in that book, you'll be able to read the story of how she appeared to me. And it was only for a moment. But the story itself is really interesting. Um, so anybody, you know, that wants to look at all my stuff, uh, they can go to imaginepeacenow.com. That's my website. Um, I've had that website since 2010, and I'm really wanting people to imagine peace now. <laughs> and it's funny because I've been in and out of mental hospitals for, just as you said, 30 years and, you know, it's been challenging. Again, I know I chose it because I came to Earth again to help people who are struggling with mental illness, um, families. You know, when I went through my experience at 19 years old, 1980, when a lot of it still wasn't quite understood, um, my family, you know, went through hell. And anybody, and I'm getting the chills if I say this, Anybody that's going through, sorry, I'm getting chills on my head, um, that's going through these challenges where you have a loved one who's experiencing, you know, constant breakdowns, which I like to call them breakthroughs. Okay. Breakdown implies that it's all negative. A breakthrough, I believe you're actually breaking through to some other understanding. So families that are going through this, it, it's horrific. I mean, it's... Unfortunately, I still don't feel that we have really good places. Um, I don't, I don't, you know, the places I've been to have not been really that great. But thank God, I mean, some of them were even abusive. But thank God, I always say there's about four or five people there, and they're to me what I call the angels mm. who actually help you. I mean, really help you when you're inside. But unfortunately for me, there's not enough people in these places that really understand what's going on. And part of it for me is about uh, we don't have some of these. And I'm talking more, I'm talking more about states or places that don't have the concept or understanding. And, and I'm not saying you have to believe what I believe or many other people believe that there's a spiritual world when it comes to metaphysical world, um, you know, that you can see spirits and hear spirits. I don't necessarily need them to have to believe that, but I have to, I do, I do need the people that are working in these places to be able to at least open their minds to it because that would change the whole picture about how the people are being treated. I hear voices from the other side, uh -huh. um, which is, you know, connections with ones. I've given messages when I walk into Walgreens and I have to deliver this message. And once I delivered it to the person who was meant to go, it was somebody who worked at Walgreens one day. I had 
how to give them this message. And it fit right in. To so I hear voices now, of course, in the mental health field, you would be looked at as mentally ill. You're hearing voices. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's, that's the challenge. Um, really, people that are so-called mentally ill, I don't even call it mentally ill anymore. I call it in my second, which is called mental illness and the psychic connection, I call it temporarily disconnected instead of mental illness. Temporarily disconnected, meaning for a, for a, a moment in time, somebody may not be able to function in what the world view looks like, what we call normal. However, they may be having other experiences that are more spiritual nature. When I've gone out well, and left very field, true. Yeah, when I've gone out in the field, it hasn't been all negative. It's actually a lot of amazing things have come through when I'm out in this other world. However, you still have to function in the physical world of this side of the dimension or this side of the scale. So, you know, it's kind of a really interesting subject. And uh, I'll be doing more speaking engagements if anybody, you know, you know, out there is looking for someone to come speak about this issue. So, and again, something else was going on with the methylfolate. I found out in 2016 for a DNA test that my body doesn't produce methylfolate, which is a vitamin B9, as you mentioned, and it affects the frontal lobe of the brain, which is organization and moods. It's really funny because even though I have this birth condition, I mean, I've done so many highly creative things. It's really, really amazing. But I do tend to struggle with some other things, you know. Um, I was sexually abused at the age of five by a, a stranger. I call it rape, actually, but sexual abuse is the word a lot of people use. Um, in our neighborhood, there was a gentleman, and, uh, you know, that was one time incident that occurred. Um, and then it happened again between six and eight years old. Oh my doctor, you know, back in the day, people don't realize family doctors, the males, then, which was mostly dominated back then, um, they didn't have to have a nurse in the room at that time period. It was not until 1986 when I got into the nursing field that I found out. 1986, when all changed, that nurses had to be in the room with doctors. And that's one of the reasons why. That is one of the reasons why, because sexual abuse was going on. So, and if somebody's been sexually abused, under, especially under the age of seven or eight years old, you have what's called DID, which I also do have dissociative identity disorder. Dissociative what disorder? Dissociative identity disorder. Identity disorder. Okay. The old term, if people don't know DID, it's called the, I don't like DID. I like to call it the condition of dissociative identity because it's really not a disorder. The old term is multiple personalities. Okay. Anybody that's been sexually abused under the age of seven or eight, I mean, also under the age of 10 or 12, but it's more severe the younger you are the more you split. So not only do I have my voices in my head of what I call my helpers, my other people inside, (laughs) I hear the voices from the other side also. So I've really been able to distinguish between all these different parts that we have in the universe. 
You know, know, Sherry, that's really a good point that you bring up because that's a question that I get asked a lot. You know, when, when people are receiving messages from the spirit, from spiritual realm, the divine realm, you know, is how do they differentiate how they, you know, they always want to know, how do you know that it's not a negative energy or negative entity as opposed to, you know, how do you differentiate between that? And and of course the spiritual entities will, or, or energies from the divine that are divine from the celestial realm will never tell you anything negative or harmful for sure. Yes. And, you know, another point that you bring up is, you know, all people, you know, back in those days didn't have a lot of answers. Today, I'm not sure they still have all the answers, but somebody brought up a great point that, if, you know, this mental illness is a disease, period. And, you know, it is a disease. It's a medical condition, right? Right. And so when someone has cancer, everyone rallies around and does fundraisers and GoFundMe accounts and casseroles. And somebody brought up the uh, last night on the documentary I was watching is, you know, no one shows up with casseroles when your child has a mental illness. There's no mental illness casserole dish. But it is still something that people suffer from and require healing. And I, I know that. Uh, the treatment in and of itself seems to be a very frustrating road to go down. You know, yeah, trying yeah. to find things that work. Yeah, so yeah. it's got to really be a labor of love uh, of yourself and for others to just you know go on that road. Well, for me, you know, I have such a you know on some level, I have such a futuristic view. I'm really into the. Song Imagine by Lennon. I heard yeah. it when I was nine years old. Again, I was nine years old, and I stopped in the middle of my room, or I was walking around my room, and I could not move. What I love about that song, and what I want to share, is until we change. And when I think of mental hospitals or mental facilities all over the world, I'm also connect right away to prisons. I combine the two. But my, my feeling is we're not going to change any of that until we start changing the language. I can't wait to the day that we no longer use the word mental illness. I can't wait until we no longer use the word prison or criminal. I can't wait till that's out of our language. I'm thinking about writing some children's books. I have a couple children's books I'm also writing. Two of them are already done. That tells about getting, you know, where we're not using those words anymore. Because those words is what's keeping that concept in place, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's some of the steps that need to be done. We need to change the words. Um, two, and I don't know, again, if, if, you know, for me, part of my life journey has been not just these mental breaks or breakdowns, I call them breakthroughs, but I did learn a and, you know, and, and we're talking about the spiritual realm, so it's kind of like I have to bring this in if, if it's okay with you. But I've also learned in 2016, along with this medical person, that I've also been attacked spiritually by the dark side or demonic. There's no doubt about that. Spirit showed me. I would have flashbacks of some instances of those many times I've been hospitalized. I'm talking over 20 over 20 and 30 years. 
But the very first one when I was 19, and again, it's pretty graphic. I think it's a beautiful story, but some people might find it too graphic. But what occurred in that first mental hospital, I'm not sure to share, but I just don't know how much people want to know. You know, I'm very, I try to be very careful because I don't want, you know, people to feel, you know, uh, but for me, it's a beautiful story. But for some, it may be a little bit kind of, ooh, you know, I was 19 years old. And this was the very first break, 1980. Um, my mother ended up, after my family tried to figure out what was wrong, what was going on, because I was not functioning. I was taking my clothes off in the middle of winter and looking around outside. There was no concept of time. My words were very uh, garbled, like they would not make sense. Mm -hmm. My whole behavior was erratic. And then other times during that period, my mother said it seemed like I was very normal, like I'd be okay, like I snapped out of it. What I came to learn over this period of time is really I was actually being, not that I wasn't in some little bit of depression. I had broken up with a guy that didn't work out and I was down. And, you know, I grew up in a house that was built in 1869. So it had a lot of history to it, an old house. I do now know that I was being demonically attacked. Oh, boy. And plus, you were probably as a teenager. That doesn't help either. No, I was 19. Oh, okay. In a private hospital, um, a woman had to pay for it, a friend of hers, who my mother had helped. Um, So she paid for the two weeks that I was in this private hospital in Pennsylvania. And during that time period, two things happened. One, John Lennon passed during that two-week period, which I always felt very strongly connected to. And the second thing that happened was, and this is the one that's a little bit graphic, but I really hope people can see the beauty of it because to me it's like it was my saving grace. I had had my monthly menstruation period unknown to me as crazy as that may sound, I actually did not know on a conscious level that I had it. And I actually, one day, I remember this, I had to back about this. I remember I got very fearful all of a sudden when I was in the hospital. And that hospital was fantastic. I felt very fearful. And I remember going to my room and I closed the door and I pushed a, a bureau, my bureau up against the door. I mean, the fear was, I can't even tell you, it was off the charts. I ended up taking my blood with my hand and putting three crosses on the wall. And as soon as I did the third cross with my blood, it broke. I mean, it broke. Whatever it was that was trying to literally take my soul, it broke. Oh, my gosh. It was, and I'm getting the chills. I mean, when I tell you... What an experience. Thank God every day, you know, as, as it sounds so like something you, you know, you'd see in the movies, it's a true story. But I thank God that spirit literally aided me. Yes. And to protect myself through the angels and mother Mary, you know? Um, so oh I, gosh. yeah, yeah. And there was a nurse, that I remember they were pounding on the door and after the incident was over, I was kind of like, I kind of like was back to myself. And I remember moving to Bureau, which was really hard for me to move. And then they came in and the nurse had solved it. 
saw the three crosses on the wall. And she came over to me and she, you know, I was just standing there and she had me sit down on the bed. She put her arm around me and she talked to me very gently and very, I will never forget that woman, even though I don't remember her name. She's the reason I dedicated my first book, which is my autobiography. You won't read that story I told you in that book. For whatever reason, that book has a lot of information of my life, my autobiography, but it doesn't have have a lot to share. That's for sure. Yeah. A lot to share. I'm glad you're putting it in books. I want to say good morning to Nicole and Kavita and my mom, Irene. Hi, mom. (laughs) I usually just tell everybody to wave to her. (laughs) But I'm writing her, sending her a note. (laughs) <laughs> through the years, you know, I've learned to deal with all this. And what I've really come to realize about my life in particular is all these different moving parts of my world. One time I got a poster and I put a circle in the middle, which represented myself. And then I put all these other circles. One was the angels and the spirit guides. One was, and, and Mother Mary. Mother Mary is really close to my heart. And then I had, you know, my helpers who are the other parts of myself from being split up as a child from what the sexual abuse did. And then I had a circle of, you know, those people who believe in the extraterrestrials, which I do. I had them in a circle. Then I had the dark spirits and demonic in another circle. So I have like all these different moving parts that I come to realize all play a very big part in my life. And um, I, I, I truly feel you know, through the years, I've done so many things. I've written books. I was a CNA for 20, almost 25 years. I did a lot of home health work. I loved working with the elderly. And I thank God, I, I felt so honored, you know, that I could take care of them because I knew what it was like to be sick. And I knew what it was like to get very bad treatment in the hospitals. So I really kind of gave the most extra, uh, you know, kindness that I could and making a difference paying it forward for sure for sure you know um, listen, yeah. listeners I just want to let you know I have the wonderful Sherry Zimmerman joining us today who is a psychic a medium an author a healer and she's sharing her stories with us this morning about her experiences from a teenager on uh, and throughout most of her life of suffering through mental illnesses and how that has brought change into her life and has helped her help others. And that's the path that she's on now. So would you, what suggestions or what would you say? And and you know what, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget if you have questions, don't forget, type them in the chat box there. Just ask your question once though. Uh, We'll get to it as soon as we can, and I I will see it. Um, But just go ahead and ask a question if you want a message from Sherry or myself. Um, We will do that. But what, Sherry, messages do you have for people that are going through a really challenging time? And, And, you know, I've got to say, too, the angel message that I got this morning was about growth. And... And about how, you know, as long as you're reaching towards the light, you can't always see the whole picture because growth doesn't happen overnight, but it's, it's funny. But what would you say to people to help them that are going through such difficulties? You know, um, probably, well, I feel like I'm 
Um, I have probably several. Um, one, I do, I have a medication, which is funny. When I started out in my life, when I had the first breakdown, they thought I was schizophrenic. And they put me on Thorazine, which took my life because of being on Thorazine. It was horrible. I can't tell you the hell. Now, I'm not saying it may not work for some other people, so I don't want to discriminate. But for me, it was pure hell. I literally almost jumped the bridge. True story. Um, two, the second time I had a break, they diagnosed me as um, bipolar, which I'm not a big believer anymore in bipolar. I know that's the big thing. And if anybody that understands the mental health world, um, there's a very big difference between Britain, England, and the United States when it comes to the medical journal, the Journal of Medicine. Um, they diagnose very differently. United States has board on all these um, diagnoses, and everybody has it, okay? So I'm not saying bipolar isn't something. It is, everybody has bipolar. It's that energy that goes really high and then really low. That's what bipolar is. Right. We all have it to some extent. People don't have it as much, obviously, and those who have it really severe, like, like me. I believe it's, for me, a byproduct from the DID because people with DID have different personalities or alters, whatever you want to call it, that are coming and going in the body, and it creates a lot of energy uh, until you get to learn how to handle it. And then you drop because you're exhausted from the what's called switching when they come in and out. So what I learned, I also have seen four of my past lifetime, which was in I'm getting ready to go to somebody to find out some more other lifetimes. So a lot of times I've, I've shown um, very clearly and very deeply were a very big help for me as well. So for me, there's kind of a little list, a little checkmark I do when I when somebody comes to me about, you know, my son, my daughter, my aunt, whatever has mental thing going on that is not clearing up this is um, i try to talk more with people who this has been going on for a long time i mean also with people that happened once or twice but the people who it's been happening for a long time there's some check marks for me one of them is checking off um have you dealt with any this life issues okay you know? Um, that would be one of the first things. Have you done any kind of therapy, at least on stuff that happened in your early childhood? That's pretty obvious. That's what the mental right. health is. <laughs> right? That's the first thing. Second thing is you do want to have a medical write-up done. Have your DNA test done. Especially from the folate, this math is the gene. And believe it or not, 40% of the population has the math gene which is that methylfolate problem. But a lot of people affects their organs in their body. Other people affects their mental, their mind. Oh. mind. So a lot of these people who actually have mental illness actually have this methogene. And if you have the more, the methogene has to do with your DNA copies of your genes. And there's a few that are really severe. You're having certain, which I do. So... I now take methylfolate um, in, in order to help correct that. So that's another thing. I would get, get a DNA test specifically if you have the mather gene. You, there's actually tests now. If you just put in the computer, Google, 
Mather gene medical test or and it's M A T H E R M T H F R M T H R gene yeah gene and for genetics so I think it's called M T H F R dot M T I don't know if it's dot net or dot org it's one of the M T H F R yeah um there's a doctor that's a real pioneer in the Mather gene. The Mather gene became big about eight to 10 years ago, but it's getting bigger. They're talking about putting it on markers for when babies are born. That's how big of a deal it's becoming. Good. That's the other thing that I would check because that's really important. You should be taking methylfolate if that's an issue for you. And most people that are struggling with the mental, it is the Mather gene. So that's new kind of new. Okay, what else? The other thing I would check off is, again, I am into past lives. I do believe that what has happened in our soul's experiences from other lifetimes does carry over into other lifetimes. That's what it's all about. We're all here for soul growth. That's what we're here for is soul growth. So we carry over from lifetime to lifetime different experiences. And a lot of them we know as phobias or situations that never seemed to change. You know, maybe you're trying to lose weight for like maybe 30, 40 years. It could have been something in another lifetime. So that's another path I try to mark off. So that's, that's three things right there. Um, and then the other thing, normally I have five. and I can't think of the other one off the top of my head. Um, the other one is, of course, the dark spirits or being demonically possessed. I'm not afraid to talk about that because that's become my life or death. I literally have almost lost my life many times in the course of having these breaks. And anybody that understands that doctor's side, I know some people don't want to know about it. It scares them. I understand that. I was like that when I was young. Now it's my lifeline. I have to know. And it makes me feel like I'm in control of it. So I... I literally watch the TV show, The Dead Files, and Haunted Hospitals, and the Travel Channel has all these shows on it. The Dead Files is probably one of the best, one of the best, there's several others, that help you understand what to look for. There's a lot of similarities between mental illness and being attacked, and most people don't know do you do? Do you do clearing energy, clearing work on yourself, and... Yes. Well, actually, I actually go to have that done. I have a wonderful woman here in my area where she does chakra alignments, you know, through through Reiki, but she can actually pick up things as well. So I would have that done usually like once a month, at least more, depending on how I feel. And that helps get me cleared. I also attend the Catholic Church, which I'm not into the Catholic belief system. I don't knock anybody who is. Um, I actually don't believe in any of them. Buddha, Wiccan. I believe in none of them, and I believe in all of them. I call myself an imaginist after Thomas and Song. You're a smorgasbordor. Yeah, I don't like to say <laughs> thing because then you separate yourself from other people. That's the only reason. Um, but I go to the Catholic church because if you're having issues, believe it or not, if you're having issues with something trying to get inside you or take over you, you aren't able, if you see any of the shows, you aren't able to take the, um, 
what do you call it? Um, Communion. Yeah, you're not able to take that because if you have something going on, you won't be able to take it. So I think, I think too that it's really important to make sure that you're very well grounded and you and spending a lot of time uh, making sure that you're grounded and cleared because one of the ways that people, a common way for them to be psychically attacked is through the bottoms of their feet. Mm. So making sure that you're really well grounded and, and uh, you know, anybody that's having a bad day, grounding, of course, solves so many problems, I think, helps, helps us focus and clear and heal and run energy, earth energy and connecting with uh, mother and father, God energy and helps clear and uh, strengthen ourselves as well. You're so, interesting about that, Laura. The books that I've read, um, there's a wonderful man on, uh, you can get his books, but you can see, he used to see him on TV called, his name's John Stavitz. And he's the nephew of um, Lorraine. And um, I can't think of her, his uncle at the moment. They were very big psychic paranormal investigators back in the 70s, 80s, and on. And their books are off the charts. And I think what's interesting is that you know, they all talk about staying positive so, yeah, you definitely want to take care of yourself, and you need to do that no matter what. Right. Taking care of yourself, which means don't – I'm very careful now about who I'm around physically because of what it does to me. And I didn't do that when I was younger. I was very open, very naive, very, you know, rainbows. No, I think we are. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But to learn. That light – that pure light that comes through, which is beautiful, and we all we all want to be a part of that light, that pure energy of love. That's actually what draws, believe it or not, draws the negative to us. It's actually attracted to that light, which is you know positive and negative. It's positive because if something's negative, maybe it's wanting to heal. You are heal exactly. The downfall is if you're not careful, it will consume you. And that was the issue I was having. I was told that I was really attacked a lot because I did have such a bright light. And, you know, seeing Mother Mary at nine years old, I always wondered, you know, why, what it was about of why her visiting me. And I have my own ideas of why. But I've had two other psychic mediums tell me that in another lifetime, which I have not seen this time, but they said that I was a nun and I pray all the time to Mother Mary and wanted to see her. So I don't know, you know, I do. I can see that. I used to love the flying nun. Do you remember that TV show? I did too. With Sally Fields. Yeah. I used to love that show. Love, love that show. So anyway, that's, you know, the other part of this. You know, you do have to be careful. Like you said. Absolutely. And that was always. Always. Well, I want to say congratulations to Kavita, our other resident artist here. Kavita, congratulations. She just started an art exhibit and just sold three pieces of art at her first show. She wants to know if there are any other pieces that will be selling from her show, which will be on exhibit through April. And I'll look into that for you, Kavita, but I'm sure that you will do well uh, as we've talked about. 
Melissa Parks, hello and welcome. We've got quite a few viewers here on YouTube joining us as well. So hello, Melissa. Melissa has a show on Wednesdays at uh, 1 o'clock. It used to be high noon, but now 1 o'clock, right? Joyful Findings, and perfect name of her show for a very joyful lady. Linnell, thank you for your question, too. Oh, and she's in Reno with a crystal shop. Linnell, okay, so everyone just bear with us here, and we're going to get to your questions uh, here in just a moment. And Kavita, I see you're looking for a message from the angels, too. Um, how do you feel, Miss Sherry, about answering that question for Kavita? I think we should, we can do duo readings here real quick. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. to know if she's going to sell any other pieces. Yeah, absolutely. For sure, two more. Um, definitely at least two more, Kavita, is what I'm getting. And you will also have another opportunity to present more of your artwork that's coming up in, looks like, early summer. So keep on sharing your passion because that's what it's all about, Kavita, is your passion is what makes your artwork so beautiful, but it also has the energy that draws people to you. Yep. Absolutely. This is from Archangel Metatron talking about new beginnings. Look at that. I hope you can see that well. So, yeah, girl. So that's your angel message from Archangel Metatron, Kavita, is that you have new beginnings and, and they are validating that because I know we've talked about a couple different things uh, with you. So just know they're validating. You have great new things coming in. Just keep your faith. <laughs> Sherry? I actually turned over some cards. Um, I do tarot. I've been doing it for over about 28 years. And I also do astrology that I love. But the cards I turned over for Kavina, I actually did a, a short little spread. Um, I'm seeing that what's going on in her mind right now is it's showing the hangman. I'll hold this up. But it's upside down, if anybody can see that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and next to it is the judgment card. So they're side by side. So it tells me what's on her mind actually is um, there's some situation that she has recently moved out of. She may have been feeling on some level, maybe wherever she's doing her art, where she might have been before feeling like she was being taken advantage of or feeling maybe she wasn't getting what she was wanting or needing. Um, because the hangman talks about being in a situation where it's uncomfortable, but we are learning things while we're in that situation. But when it's upside down in her reading, like it was, and I'm getting the chills, I don't know why. Usually that means for me, the other side wants you to remember this more, Kavina, that you're moving out of that where maybe you're starting to realize some things where, you know, um, if something doesn't feel right or isn't working for you, then you know, you don't do it or you move out of it and you start realizing the people who are really appreciating what you're doing and where you're going. The judgment card talks about there's a new beginning for you, a literal clean slate happening for you. And I'm talking both mentally besides what you're doing. Um, I do see over the next three months, I see the, the card of actually the card that talks about this is the eight of pentacles. That is the artistry card. So this is a card showing that you're actually going to be 
doing some more work. I don't know if you're doing this yet for your career because I see the card right next to it. So I almost feel like you're going to be doing over the next three months excessively amount of work with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You go get it, girl. You're very talented, very, very talented. Yes, yes. Thank you, Sherry. That was perfecto. Yeah. Uh, let's see how Melissa. Melissa Park says she's open to any information and that this whole conversation is in line with her class last night and she loves it. And ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you how spirit works. Originally, Sherry and I scheduled next Tuesday for her to be on my show. And we have been talking over the last couple weeks back and forth. And we just sort of fell into talking about this Tuesday and her being on the, and my guest this Tuesday. And neither one of us paid any attention to the dates or uh, anything like that. And so when I looked at my calendar last night, I just had to laugh because we had everything set up for today. And I looked and I said, oh, she's not even scheduled until next week. <laughs> the message there is her message needs to be heard sooner rather than later. And, uh, so that is how spirit works. Uh, for you, Melissa, Archangel Uriel is bringing to you a gorgeous message. I apologize. I'm still working on this glare, glare situation. And it's from Archangel Uriel reminding you to manifest with love. Melissa, manifesting with love. I know what you know that what that means, but the further message from Archangel Uriel for you is that using love, using love to bring into your life the things that you want, using love to be your guiding force, using love as your, your platform. So he says, well, what is love is such a powerful energy that when there's nothing, you know, when there's love present, nothing else can get in there. So fear can't get in there. Worry can't get in there. Doubt can't get in there confusion, all the other things that are not so happy. So Archangel Uriel is reminding you when you are planning, when you are thinking, when you are healing, when you are working, when you are living and when you are breathing, make yourself that platform of out of love and everything else will fall into place and bring you precisely what you need and want in your life. And he is just like literally sending you a big throat, a big smooch like this from Archangel Uriel. <laughs> Your turn, Sherry. Okay, I'm not sure what her question was, but I want to go ahead and say what I see in the cards. She's first, not going to any information. Oh, any information. Okay. The yeah. first card I got was this one, which is the Page of Pentacles. And whenever I see this card, it talks about a couple things, but the one thing it talks about is following your path. So whatever that may be, you need it, it, it for me. It looks like you actually are doing this because the card is right side up. So I know that you actually are following your soul's path. You're following your intuition. The card next to it, which would be the second card here, the Eight of Cups, talks about there's something still missing in your life that you are going in search of. This Eight of Cups talks about somebody who has basically what they want and need. They're pretty much fulfilled, but there's still something missing. So whatever that is, I see you going in search of that. And I want to talk about, I'm looking at a little bit of a layout here. The past three to six months, there was something that 
happened for you that came in, maybe even as soon as a month ago, I've got the Ace of Cups and it's reversed, which means it's just happening slower. The Ace of Cups talked about something that might have happened about a month ago or so that was bringing you great joy because apparently you've been doing a lot of physical work. This other card talks about carrying a burden, meaning you take on a lot of other people's stuff, but it's also a card of doing physical work. So there's something coming in for you, or, or I feel like already has, but it's slow. It's happening slowly. So I would just suggest to keep following um, that guidance, your guidance, to me, is connected to spirit or whatever you refer to as God. Um, and that, that would be the message. Beautiful. Thank you. And, and I know, Melissa, and I know... Um, you're, I know that exactly what you're talking about, uh, she and I have expressed a little bit of insight about, she's expressed a little bit of insight. Um, so that's perfect. At least. Yeah, I see, um, you know, I see her in a different position. Um, I see her as very independent in about three to six months doing something with her career, um, she's either working with a couple other people. There's something she's doing in three to six months that's bringing her a more independent um, financially. So I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's something with her career. She's not in one now where she wants to be. She will be in three to six months. Yeah. It's about growth again, huh? Boy, yeah. that's the theme of the day today, growth. Yeah. Oh, it keeps coming up. So thank you very much for that. And Linnell, Linnell wants to know if there are any any other classes she should be attending at her crystal shop in Reno. And Linnell, the message that I'm getting is about light. It's about, uh, this is from, this is about clearing and shielding and it's about light. Um. Oh gosh, there, how's that? Can you see that very well? I'm that image to me is so powerful. The the sparkles, the crystals, the light. And I don't know, are you have you done any healing classes? Because the impression that I'm getting is that this is about healing, energy healing. Reiki, uh, some kind of energy healing. Oh, she has done healing. Oh, she is a healer. Beautiful. Okay. Are you teaching? Are you teaching, Linnell? Because this is this is about what I'm getting is about light. So if you're not teaching, I think it's time you should be. Uh, teaching other people about the light. Okay, honey, not yet. So it's time for you to be the teacher. Um, and it's about you teaching others about the light and sharing it with others and teaching them how to express it. Because what I see, Linnell, for you is that you are completely saturated in beautiful divine light. And it's just coming off of you in waves. And that energy is full of its own information and knowledge and power. So please share it with others. You have everything you need to teach 
uh, and, and just sitting with somebody side by side and expressing with the passion that you have about healing and the work that you've done and telling people how it can make a difference in their lives. So give that a try. Uh, look into some doing some teaching, Linnell. Don't be afraid of it. You've got it going on, and you've got great angelic guidance. Right. And Jesus is uh, works very closely with you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I was kind of thinking. I feel like for some of us, you know, we go on this we go on this journey, and we're we're like taking like so many classes, covering so many things. It's almost like, oh my gosh. And it's almost like there comes a time where you do become the teacher. Now, when when the question was asked, should she take another class? Mm-hmm. The questions is, I turn over two cards and I do them like this. So this is the this is the bottom one actually, and this one on, is on top. So when they're both right side up, it's a definite yes. There may be another class. However. I do want to say about the cards, this one here really talks about, it can talk about being maybe too engaged, too many things. This can be a part of some internal conflict. It can be external conflict as well. So you need to be careful that I believe some of us may be wanting to take so many different classes because there's something unsettled. Yes. Still looking for something. Yeah, yeah. And at some point, I think that's why I kind of connected with what you said, Laura, about you're now the teacher. So you can always spend your life searching, you know, and that's kind of fun. You know, we all love learning new things. There comes a point where it may be something deeper going on with yourself. But I'm not saying you should not still think about another class, only because the cards are saying, yes, there may be another class. It's telling you to kind of also take a look within and see if there's anything unsettled about yourself. And sometimes when you look at that, you might find some answers and some things, there may be some classes that you can eliminate that you thought you might need to take. The bottom card talks about juggling. Um, this is a card who is taking on you know, uh, a couple things at one time. And again, it's a car to being busy. So if you like being busy, um, if that if that's something you're drawn to, then by all means. Also keep in mind, you know, sometimes it get a little bit tiring as well. So that would be my message. Beautiful. Thank you very much. You know, and I'm going to answer a question for Belinda next. Belinda's wanting to know... Linnell says yes to that. She loves it. Thank you. You're welcome, Linnell. It's nice to have you here. Thank you very much. Belinda wants a message giving her how she can grow stronger in her spiritual abilities. Belinda, the very first message that comes up for you is from Archangel Raziel. Archangel Raziel is known as the spiritual professor. So since you are asking, he has shown up for you. Archangel Raziel is asking you to connect with him and let him be your teacher. Archangel Ariel is also reminding you to stay in your beliefs and have courage. So believing in yourself, she's talking about, but Archangel Raziel is coming right back again and saying, I am here for you, young lady. So please 
talk to me and let me be your teacher and let me guide you to the things that you need to know. Archangel Raziel is extremely powerful and knowledgeable and insightful and will be able to give you everything that you need at any given moment. So he's reaching out his hand to you, Belinda, and asking you to take it so that he can become your teacher and you his beloved student. And that is from Archangel Raziel. And good for you, young lady. Uh, can, Lord, can you, could you repeat her question for me? Yes. Belinda wants to, a message and how she can grow stronger in her spiritual abilities. Interesting. Interesting. The card that I got, her first card down, which is this one here, is called the Hierophant card. And actually, this is the card about God or about our spiritual beliefs. So it's actually the card of what you're asking. So I have to say, when it's right side up, it talks about somebody who does have a strong sense of a spiritual connection. But the other meaning of this card, again, it says the Hierophant on the bottom. It can also tell me a little bit about you. I almost feel like looking at somebody, the Hierophant represents somebody who, when it's right side up like this and not upside down, it does talk about somebody who has very good high standards and, and, and good morals. So this is somebody who doesn't push their ideas or beliefs on other people. They have a very strong faith, but they, they, they really do have good character, okay? So I feel like I'm looking at you when it comes to this card. And the card next to it, which is the second card, um, when I do my readings, I do what's called a double Celtic cross, which is really detailed. Um, the second card next to it will give me more information. And what this card talks about, there may have been something um, previous in your life, uh, recently previous, where there, it, this is a card that came up just for one of the other, uh, one of our other listeners. Uh, the card of, there was something that you were in search of. But when this card's up down, it means no longer. Whatever it was, you found some experience that you've had, and now you're bringing it into your life and, and using that experience. So I almost feel like, you know, we're all on this path of spiritual growth, and it's beautiful. But again, I feel like sometimes we get a little bit, um, and, you know, maybe it's the ego, maybe it's just we love, you know, working with spirit and, and, and you know, what we're doing in this lifetime. But we have to sometimes stop and say, okay, you know what? Now it's about just being, you know, not about what else do I have to, you know, do. Um, I do believe in spiritual growth, and I know we're all here for soul growth. But you do have to get to a point where you have to kind of rest. You know, a point of rest where, you know, you just say, wow, this is a great experience I'm having and not feeling like I always have to be producing or moving, okay? Um, so I'm seeing the cards. Um, and there's more here, but it would get more involved uh, of what else is you know, in the cards. That would be the main message about that. You know, I feel like you're already in a really – great place in your growth. It's in, you know, Belinda, when people ask that question, because I myself have asked that question, 
it is such a, it's really, a, it's, it's, it comes from such a beautiful place and it means that you are in a beautiful place and the angels know that. So they're, they kind of start celebrating when people ask that question. So trust me, you are surrounded with the most beautiful, divine, loving guidance from Archangel Raziel, your guardian angel, and all of the angels that are helping you move forward in your spiritual path for your highest and greatest good so that you can help others and grow to the place that you want to be and are supposed to be. So keep moving forward. You're, you're just in a beautiful place right now, and it will only get better. So the angels love that question. Can I say something, Laura? Um, I don't know if she is. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't remember her first name at all. Melinda. Melinda. Melinda, I feel almost. I don't know if she's doing anything with her spirituality in the way of, I feel like she could be like doing some kind of either being a pastor or a spiritual teacher. I don't know what words you want to use. Everybody has a different feeling about uh, what it is to be a, you know, a teacher, but I feel like she is almost in a place where she could be doing something in that regards, whether it be a pastor of a church or a spiritual teacher in some way where she is literally sharing you know, her life about her spiritual, it, it, I feel like this card is actually showing me her as somebody who may be a spiritual teacher, who, if she's not doing it in a, in a group setting, you know, I feel like, you know, she's probably at a point where she could be doing that. Mm-hmm. And that makes perfect sense with this card from Archangel Raziel too, who is the spiritual professor. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us today, Belinda. And I hope you can all come back next Tuesday as well. Sherry, tell people, you know, I know I've had a reading from you and you, your readings are so thorough. Like you said, you use the double Celtic cross. Correct. You are also a teacher. Mm-hmm. You love to teach people about what the cards mean at that particular, for those uh, moments in their lives and how they apply. But tell us, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you to schedule their own in-depth reading. Okay. Um, primarily, everything that I do is on my website, which is called imaginepeacenow.com. You have to put the .com because uh, when I got that website 10 years ago, um, since I put that website up or the Imagine Peace Now there's been several people in the last five years who use that wording, Imagine Peace Now. I am not on Facebook with Imagine Peace Now. There is somebody else that has that on Facebook. I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to use it on Facebook. I wanted to keep it separate from Facebook. So for reach me personally, you want to put the .com after the Imagine Peace Now. And then also on my email um, is zimagine at aol.com, Z as in zebra, and the word imagine. I use the word imagine a lot because of John Lennon's song, imagine, uh, .com, if somebody wants to email me personally. There is a contact form on the website, and my phone number is on the website. So I do teach classes right now at a store in town locally, but, um, yeah, I love doing readings. I find that uh, I know it's down to earth, isn't it? 
Yeah, I got into doing readings. It's really an interesting story. I actually had a separation from a child. It's a very long story. I only have about two minutes left, though. Okay, an extremely painful situation. And I actually got into reading cards to be able to follow this child. And I've been able to. So, you know, I, the children, I'm really connected with children. So I do see things with people's children. And I see children who people might have had miscarriages will come up. Or children who have had people who've had women who've had abortions, which I don't use the word abortion. I don't believe in the word. I believe in the word reversals, where a woman has an abortion, but I call it a reversal, which means the soul goes back to spirit. I believe in other lifetimes. So I believe the mother and child made an agreement before that before they came in that that child was not going to come into the earth. So nobody did any harm. That's my, and many other people believe that as well. So I call that reversals. So those children will come up as well in the readings. But yeah, that's kind of how they can reach me is through my okay. website. So you, uh, if you go to her website, you can take a look at all of the books that she's written. She's got one coming up. And obviously she's very connected to children and hence Mother Mary. Um, yeah. Uh, so she's very thorough, but she's got so much to teach us. And I think your messages today are really important. You know, when, when you. people are going through such a challenging time and the, the many challenging times that you've experienced through your life, it takes a lot of perseverance and making sure that you get the right treatment, the right diagnosis, the right support. It, this applies to every aspect of our lives, no matter what your condition is. But particularly for people with mental illnesses, there is so much out there that can be done, and, and it takes it takes a village to help. So thank you for sharing all of that amazing insight and teaching us how you can get through it and how it's helped you grow and helped you help others. So thank you, Sherry Zimmerman, ImagineKeysNow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, next uh, Tuesday I'll be back. But Monday night, March, God, I can't believe it's March already, March the 9th at 8 o'clock p.m., I will be on the Greatest You Summit, greatestyousummit.com, and I will be the guest presenter. So I hope you can check in for that. I'll send you an email with a link uh, as soon as that's up and running. But also, I just look forward to hearing from you. Please remember, too, that I have a fundraiser going on to help Project Pause Alive which is to help our canine search and rescue military fire police dogs. So uh, any reading that you schedule, 50% of that goes to those beautiful puppies. And I've, that's something that's really important to me, should be important to you too. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you very much, Sherry. Very, very Thank much. Thank you for all today. Thanks, everyone. And I'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. I know there's things in here that are, are important for somebody to hear and to learn. So thanks, and I'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.